The greatest show on earth. Welcome back to Atlanta. The Kings are back. Hey, what's happening? Yo, what it is, y'all? T.I.P.K. From a band, man. Hey man, it's good to be back. I miss y'all too, y'all. Streets a long time no see. Now I'm back on my feet, comfortably in back of a V. Right back in the streets within a matter of weeks. Start they had me for three. You proposed to the game, but she married to me. Miss me while I was gone. Now I'm back in the song. Got a message for the nigga who attacking the throne. You gon' make me put this heater to the back of your door. Flip your little ass from the front to the back of your home. Any idiot can see you should've left me. Alone, Cause they know the game over when I catch you alone. Nah, because I I've dropped the bag before doing that. Like kind of not and I'm not I don't mean like being annoying with me or with other people. With, with other people. Like well at least really in, in this you thought you thought that you've gotten on their nerves and you just harped on them too much. Yeah, but I, be, be honest, I don't think I really was going hard like that, like on on like, hey, yo, we got the, we got to do this, we got a photo shoot here, we got to do this. I don't think I was really going crazy, honestly. I think that I was trying to run the operation. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to do all of the the different pieces, so I'm trying to stay up on it because I'm like, but at the time I was working with people that wasn't as passionate about the mm-hmm. same thing. So I know I'm like, I got to lead you to the water all the way. So, but I think. For other people Like trying to figure out Where they're at I may have not done that At the greatest capacity Back then So that's why I'm kind of A little bit more like Alright hold on Let me not Let me not overly I got you Yeah I mean, so, And that makes sense too You yeah. still learn We're still learning How to communicate With each other So yeah. I mean that makes Perfect sense If I could offer you Are you looking for Any feedback or advice on? Yeah come on with it bro If I could offer you Any feedback or advice For it Trust yourself more in your your ideas and decisions. Sometimes you are presented as a as a question or a suggestion. When I know you slickly a little bit now, and it's already really made up in your mind. So you really <laughs> you really be testing the water. Like, hey, what you think about when really you already have decided, and you really yeah. just not looking to hear it. No, my suggestion for you will be in those in those scenarios. Just own it. Like who cares if it ain't good Who cares if it fails If you feel passionate about it And it was something you feel strongly about Versus saying what somebody think Hey bro I did this this way Here's the reason that I did it this way mm-hmm. Any issues about it We can talk about it But I went ahead Took the initiative and knocked that out That's yeah. gonna take you a long way I wish I had known that How are you 35? <laughs> 32 32 I wish I had known that at 32 That's even like Running something by somebody is cool However doing something like doing something getting it done and then be like this is what I did if they got a problem with it then y'all can figure that out but I don't feel like people would have you around and even we talking about work mm-hmm. what people forget to realize people have you around because of talent they noticed in you yeah and then you, we kind of start walking on eggshells because we don't want to fuck up yeah. we don't want people to be like man, this nigga ain't got man I, I was wrong Boy. however I think versus asking the question what those people have entrusted us and i struggle with this too just like go ahead and do it hey bro i, I did this mm-hmm. you don't like it i mean of course it's the permission the over forgiveness thing yeah exactly yeah. because people like to see that in you like you can work with someone who has initiative and go ahead and takes care of something and i think we spoke about this on mm-hmm. here yeah it was a quote that i heard that stuck with me and it was like man uh it was Grant Cardone one of these real motivational speakers that got a big staff and shit and it was like man anytime that anybody on my staff or somebody that I work with comes to me and they don't have a solution already the only thing that they've done for me is put another problem on my plate 
mm. like even if they just asking my advice or yep. whatever it may be since they don't have a solution they've now brought it to me i gotta help them solve that on top of everything else that i do when the reason that i have that person around in the first place is to come to me with the decision that they've made because i trust them as a decision and we I gotta we i think we should understand that more like we get yeah. we lose a little bit of confidence as black men because we get in different spaces and we ain't sure if we should be carrying ourselves this way or yeah well, you're we, exposed. We, we bringing too much sauce in. Am I doing yeah. too much? We yeah. kind of we struggle with that, bro. So I yeah. get what you're saying. But when we working with each other, we should we should be a little bit more free. Yeah, well, and I, mean, I think what, we're think? I think we're getting there too. Like I I think because uh, I know Thanks. one of the early calls was uh, uh, you know, the cover of another week in the books. What I I had a different cover. I mean, I don't think I still got it posted nowhere. But well, not the the red and black one with you, but the 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 one with the stacked up book kind of concept. Yeah. And then I had changed it to this green one. And that was a moment like I, I didn't want to text you. This was earlier in our relationship here. And I, I, I didn't text you. I didn't want to text you because I was like, man, he's going to be like, uh, because I didn't know you. I'm like, I'm like, what is this nigga doing? You're upset because in my head, I'm like, here you go again. You're obsessing over something because you yeah. feel strongly about it. And but I, it was one of the moments I was like, nah, I got to make this call because I feel like there's something here with this green, with this freshness. Yeah. with the, So I had to pull the trigger on that. And I was like, I just had to explain it to him later. Here's what I did. Right. And it worked. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it worked. Yeah. I like the other couple with the books and shit. But hey, yeah. Yeah. like you said, we was. That's way you, that's exactly right. Yeah. This is another week in the books. That's how this show works. This is what we do. Hash out stuff. Have high level conversations amongst black men, man. My guy Mo back. We bike. A couple weeks off. We happy to have you back, brother. Man. How was the vacation? How was the fam? Tell us about how things have been since we ain't heard from you in a couple weeks. First off, first off, the streets has been looking man, for is this me. Some Drake rap or something? They've been looking. On? They've been looking for me. You know what I'm saying? The streets is they saying I need to be back on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? So that's what they said. That's what that's what they said. I don't know who they is, but uh, now nah, uh, it, it's you know well. I already talked about my tooth getting pulled. That was a few weeks back, but um, that didn't make it to air though, did it? No, nah, I didn't make it to air. You're right. We didn't right. record it. We got exclusive. We got a little. I guess we got a little exclusive. We got about thirty minutes exclusive material here. Thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah we might have to <laughs> uh, remix it or something. Yeah, remix it or something. Yeah, I like that idea. Uh, how was my, how was um, Indianapolis? So Indianapolis, I it was it was cool. It was I needed it a lot more than I realized it, being around my family. Like it was it. The weird thing is, it felt like I still lived there when I was there. Like it. it yeah, you know, I, it was weird. It's like I just feel like I was just at my mom's and sister's house, so I was at my dad's. Like it's like we was leaving our little crib and pulling up on them, because that's pretty much where I was majority of the time. But like outside of that, just like going from place to place in between driving, I looked around. I was like, boy, I'm glad I don't live here. Like, Why? Because <laughs> it's like any any has got this gloominess about it. That's like it's the Midwest. Florida yeah, definitely different. Yeah, it's like, cause I it, it really I, I, I'm, people might think I'm weird, but I, I think it like some of that kind of it, it did not help with my like mental health at one point because it was like I don't know in I Indiana. Just, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, because like it's like kind of gloomy a lot. So going outside, it just had that hopelessness feel to me a lot, and it's just like versus like being in Florida. Like I come out, I could be whatever. 
come out it's sunny out here sometimes it get a little gloomy but not that often i see these trees i see these little animals everywhere and it gives me a certain kind of hope and connection that that helps me get a pep in my step and feel better but like being there and it was way colder like it was crazy but uh i gotta go back like, there i ain't doing this shit no more boy i gotta go back there this weekend to bury my cousin so oh, i'm sorry um, to hear that man my yeah yeah my brother uh my brother I, my dad just facetimed me my brother they he was the tightest with my cousin her you know what i'm saying danielle and uh man that was a rough that was a rough facetime that was a rough facetime bro. yeah uh, but what about you man you've been uh you've been holding down the fort man you've been kobe uh kobe 81 over here man this is what I do, man. I'm striving <laughs> to be the number one podcast. This guy. In the world. I'll keep speaking it there. Yeah, absolutely. I'm striving to be that. Wrote that down on my affirmations list. But going home, man, that's one of those weird things, especially yeah. now since I've moved. I've been gone like 10 years. It's like what you said. It's like you never leave. People are, you know, yep. excited to see when you come back and stuff now. But you in the back of your head, you enjoy it. But in the back of my, you know as well, it's not gonna be like this if I move back. Mm, oh, like man. it's gonna be back to the normal, regular everyday shit. Uh, so I do appreciate going home. Uh, my my family is actually coming down here this weekend to the A for my birthday. Hey, uh, we're gonna go out and have some dinner and chill, do an old man birthday, man. I don't want to look karaoke, typical. man. No, absolutely not. Okay, you can do karaoke. I don't know, actually. You can do it at my the cousin, My cousin, she would definitely do karaoke. I don't know if my mom's would. You might could get, hey, bro, you might could get, if you find her joint. I don't know if mom Lucy would do that. No, you can't she find her. She might have to have like a little, nah, a little martini that. or something. A little, a little motivation. Yeah. My mama don't drink, yeah, so she'd have to have at least one, <laughs> a sip of a martini or something. Right, like, like, come on, mom, come on, mom, come on. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, but we, you know, I ain't gonna hype it. I know. I know. You know, I ain't gonna do that. Don't, but, don't, don't use the word fun. <laughs> <laughs> don't use fun around yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so funny that's a misconception like i was doing the mailbag episode and then i just even had a conversation as well on the way back from dinner but yeah but, i don't i don't i don't feel like that i give off that no nonsense attitude you know? i feel like i'm pretty laid back you are laid back but that i think what do you think no no nonsense is like more hyperactive with it yeah i think no nonsense is like just being in people's shit what you got going on it's just like just being just like when i think to me mm-hmm. when i think of no nonsense i think of somebody who's anal as fuck like just can't just like let shit be mm-hmm. anything out of the way like they gotta fix it oh who did this well mm-hmm. why did you do this this way i don't do this this way i ain't that type of person mm-hmm. i don't at least i don't think nah i mean that's what, what I, I when i when people tell me when, when oh. you you are now the third or fourth person is like, oh you got this no nonsense attitude i just i struggle to understand what that means because i know i'm not anal i ain't the like yeah. man this like, wasn't right here when i left like wow why is this this way like, that i hate that and i yeah. I, I, <laughs> I like there's no grace there like no I, no no it, no i mean i think that i want well, a person that's like that i look at it like more of an obsessive like you said anal person ocd you know? OCD kind of But like when I say No nonsense So that ain't like, what you mean When you saying about me Nah That ain't what I mean What I mean when oh. I'm talk, Talking about you Is No nonsense in regard to like You have no room for The just because <laughs> And I like bro That's There's a lot yeah. There's a lot of just because In life Like there's, that's happening It's like oh What was the purpose for that Oh okay 
like this is what someone it. was saying. It was like, I don't know if you're going to laugh or if you're going to just be yeah. like, oh, it's like. It's just like, <laughs> I think you almost just shut out completely. Like, yeah, I'm back in my phone or whatever. Like, I don't know. I ain't been around you in person, but I was just like, that's why I'd be like, it's just those, those just because. You know moments. what I feel like that is more than anything is only childish. Like, because you, you got to remember, I ain't so if my mom or people say stuff to me that I I do just tune them out. Like when you were little, like I had no brother or sister to go vent to or nothing like that. So I think that's it's more so that just like the only child is because now that you're explaining it, like zone out in your phone or you know, act like you ain't listening to someone, like mm-hmm. I don't know if you're gonna laugh or like just shrug <laughs> and be like I didn't get it or what. I I understand it what you're saying when you say that. Now it's more so like just the only child disassociation or yeah. something like that. Yeah, what, but, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Which you don't really agree with me, sound like. Nah, I mean it ain't really. <laughs> no, nah, I ain't really gonna agree with because it, it kind of fits yeah. your your experience. Sense. I guess it's like because there's a a level of development that mm-hmm. is connected to that experience, and it's like, and it doesn't mean you're less developed. It just means you had a different development, like like yeah, which can benefit in certain areas. And just a different it, path. Yeah, so it's like it's like I didn't get I didn't have the experience of being around a brother and sister, so I'm kind of figuring out what's what's funny or figuring out, yeah. oh, this is me. I'm when I should my, respond to people or how I yeah. should respond to people because I've never had to do that. Yeah, like I'm well, getting off my that. first little jokes with my siblings. Like, oh, I'm learning how to you know you like you know how to make people laugh exactly. and how to do all of the idea. Yeah, you right? Yeah, I so never I, learned. Yeah, I get like, that. Yeah. That's the that makes all sense. Right. All right. That was good. We had set out. That's what we do again here. Another week in the books, man. The theme for this episode is going to be jobs, work, 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 work. Just just a conversation about work and jobs, man. I feel like this one would be good. Animal Brown and I actually were talking about jobs and works and something. Just there's a couple of things that I'll throw out to you about this. Uh, But before we get there, man, you can contact the show at AWITB2022 at gmail.com. That's where we got those mailbag questions uh, from. Just so make sure you are a part of the next one. Don't know when we'll do it. Mo, you'll be there for the next one. Oh, yeah. But send those questions over so we can read them. And we start the show another week in the books with our off deck questions for the week. Stems from the On Deck TV show, Animal Brown and myself do. Southern hip hop perspective every Wednesday for the last 10 years, at least. At least the last yeah. 10 years. Yeah. Uh, pioneers in this podcast game Mo listens to the podcast Talk that talk man Absolutely And he comes to another week in the books And you know with a question Something, yeah. Some comments Some off deck stuff From the on deck show What you got this week Mo? Yeah That rhyme not, too boy Mars. Boy you Yeah you, you go crazy You really in your yourself Got something to say back right now Absolutely <laughs> Watch the BMF documentary today I'm pumped Oh uh, yeah man Like it, I, I like that you've been speaking that like on your on your journey to being the number one podcaster Thanks. of speaking like hey i just just to remind y'all if, you know you ain't gave me flowers about affirmations yeah absolutely you gotta speak yeah you gotta speak that, yeah, gotta speak that. like yeah it's 10 years just in case y'all know yes yeah, you know you gotta yeah. do this shit but uh off deck question of this week uh with the praise you y'all been have been giving gorilla, gorilla glorilla big some, glow Get it right, big glow. Big, oh, here we go. Eric, 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 chick, big something now. Huh? 
They taking everything from us, bro. They taking everything from us. They taking right, everything. Don't put me in there, Moa. Nah, that sound real male. First woman king. Right there, no, man. I'm yeah, I'm here to pod today, baby. It's funny. I'm here to pod. Let you have that. I'm gonna yeah. jump right off here, baby. Nah, don't do that. Nah, don't do that. All right, I, I, I got I'm you. I'm here for black women. I'm here black women. No, what were you saying about Big Glow? But Big Glow. Glorilla for her style and personality. I know you spoke highly about her and her, you know, and the whole ham thing and pork, you know. So my question was, do you think she's going to replace Cardi B in that place of personality and being like kind of the artist for the people? And before I before I let you answer, I just want to preface this by saying I'm not trying to be a part of that problem of pinning women against women. So asking this question. It, it sounds like, but let me provide context. It doesn't mean that there can't be two of them. Maybe I should say, do you think she will be the next edition of that? That may be a better way to go. do it. All right? She will continue to flourish in that light that Cardi lit. Yes. That before her, Nikki lit. Before her, Kim lit. You know why I speak so highly of Glow Real? And I don't, I, I'm learning more about the crew that she was rapping with in the Instagram videos and the producer who she has this beef with about the FNF song. I'm just getting all the backstory. But what I have appreciated about her, and I talked about this on the On Deck show, whether the, the response about, oh, she should get a BBL, or the response to Lil Duval saying something about a girl's name Gloria, or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. I appreciate how she's handled herself, and it's it, it's different mm-hmm. from some of the other ladies that have came out rapping. Like they haven't been able to handle themselves with this much grace, not going back and forth with people, not being in like arguments and making it look just kind of tacky. Sometimes mm-hmm. she's been able not to do that, but she ain't shied away from any conversation. She's just being real authentic with who she is is go really and i've appreciated that it's it's the memphis in her that comes out a lot and i'm appreciating god for affording her the, the space to be able to do it but i can think back when some of the other ladies got started and some of the beefs and some of the back and forths with each other with the blog sites with the male rappers with the female rappers it it just made them look a little more tacky and Glorilla, I feel like it's just gracefully gliding through all of those little booby traps they're trying to set for. Mm-hmm. And she's staying true to who we were presented to at the beginning with the FNF and just I'm a ratchet Memphis chick. And the last thing, not to just sound like I'm just uh, blowing feminists or whatever, but mm-hmm. I like how there are different variations of ladies now. You got a Meg, a Cardi, a Nikki, a Glorilla. You got a Rhapsody. You got a Tierra Whack. You got just all of these different lanes of ladies that you can, that women can gravitate to. And I think it, it, it's going to take rap to the next level. I said this on the RJ TV show on one of the previous episodes. As the ladies start to evolve, the bigger this genre is going to get, like, even more, I think. Hmm. What say you? Uh, and do you have anybody that you would invite? That's I, I really should have put this on the dot, but I didn't. It's going to kind of be on the head. I should have gave you time to think about it. It's all right. Who I, would I you invite? Your, I threw it on Did your you have comment. one? Oh, no, I threw it on your YouTube. I'm oh, okay, to, good. So I'm you still got trying it. to be Tell the on-decker of the week nah, out you here. you don't get no more on-decker. Oh, like, I knew y'all. Because that was one time. <laughs> I was like, I know I'm the only person that y'all straight snubbed, <laughs> dog. Y'all treat me like the Grammys right now, cuz. 
I want you. I wanted to be honest with you. A B. That's strictly A B. I came up with the concept and kind of just left it out there. A B has done a wonderful job in keeping that consistent and picking somebody. Yeah, that's I just right. came up with the idea, but he's done a wonderful job. So you want to blame somebody? Blame him. All right, A B. Come on, A B. <laughs> man, I thought you was my guy, man. Come on. Uh, but uh, I had on as far as well. I just want to say shots out to Glorilla. I do like her authenticity and. Uh, she's doing her thing. I, I, I like to see a black woman flourish. I hope that this can transform into something off rap. Not that I don't want to hear a rap. I mean, I'm not most most men are not really listening listening to female. She, they saying she the first boss, it, unisexual rapper. Though. Like men and women can listen to her. You don't get that vibe. I mean, from? like unisex as a woman. <laughs> women listen to men I, all I the time. <laughs> Yes, first black woman unisex rapper. This is like, I listened to Lil Kim. Yo, this was before your time, but that hardcore album was banging. You know, yeah, I probably say that? Rhapsody for me. I mean, I probably I did. Rhapsody, you know, yeah, she did. yeah, Rhapsody right. kind of got got through there. Well, she kind of had that little Jay Z esque type of sound to her voice. So, but I, I get it. I mean, you know, I get it. I just don't want to get too much male energy. <laughs> But yeah, really got some real strong energy, some strong energy. But she's doing her thing. Shouts out to Black Queen. Now, as far as the three uh, people that I would invite on the sidebar, real quick, I, I don't have it pulled up here, but I think I said Russ. Uh, I am a big Russ fan, um, and his book was great. I I told you I think you should check it out and read it. Like it's it's a dope book. Um, Ti, I definitely Ti. I'm 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 here. I'm here for nothing but the stand up stuff. Like I'm, I'm here talking about the whole thing. Like I'm, I'm going through the whole, yeah, the whole. I'm going through that, the family hustle stuff, just the being a man part. Like I'm going to like what we would do here if he ever shows up to another week. That's a good person to have at the table for that. And then, um, I don't remember my third person. I don't have it pulled up right now on y'all video, but um, those you can eat it. I, Animal Brown had. uh, Do you remember who he had? No, I remember you had All Drake on there, which was a real good one. For, I had Drake, he had Kendrick, oh, I had Glorilla. Damn, who else? I can't remember all the people that you had. You had, had Glorilla on there? I had Glorilla, Drake, and. I can tell you right now. Wallow my, and Wallow. Oh, Wallow, that was a good one. Yeah, Wallow's that guy. I like him. I had those three, and. I got Jack Harlow. I was good. You had Jack Harlow? Yeah, I had Jack Harlow. What's your grandmama gonna say about the white boy, dude? <laughs> Cause I really, I, I really like, I was just like, really, I got interest. I feel like I got some interesting questions. I do. Oh, so you're gonna be grilling him at the dinner table? I kind of gonna be grilling chill. him. Well, cause I, I grew up in Kentucky too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I like how this is sounding more. Not, not like in that, not offend. in that way. I feel like you're gonna offend Jack Harlow at, at Thanksgiving dinner, and he gonna leave like, man, this dude was a lot, man. Nah, Motherfucker actually, invited me over to eat, man. He won't even let me eat. He's just grilling me with questions <laughs> and shit. Nah, actually, I, I actually like Jack Harlow around that first album. Like when I heard that was popping, I swore this was like a black dude, and then I seen, it, I was like, oh, it's a white dude, and then he kept going on with the, he had that follow up with the remix and that follow up joint. And I was like, yo, I like this dude. And his interviews was cool. But then we got to the second album and they, they, they was blowing up gas in that, that glamorous song. And it was just like first class. Yeah. And I was listening to like he was rapping like I mean, I guess you supposed to rap like you already made it. But it kind of like he was just rapping like like I'm a legend or something already. Like I was just in like, Kentucky. 
I don't know. He ain't no. I mean, he ain't Ali. You know what I mean? Like, relax, dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, of course, ain't nobody Muhammad Ali, but I feel like he's a legend <laughs> in Louisville. Is what he was saying. That's that ain't too far fetched. I, I mean, don't feel like. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm <laughs> I used to go to Louisville a lot. Like, you know. But I, I, I more so just ask questions on like man. finding his style. What type of questions do you got for Jack Harlow? I'd be like more so like, how did you find your style? How did you find your look? How do you? How do you navigate? You want to know if he hung around black people? Just keep I mean, I, I, I clearly hung around black people. You know what I'm saying? But I want to know, like, what was the household like for you being into rap, like as a kid? You think he came from like a normal two parent white people household? Yeah, like I don't think they I, they probably. So had you're a, wondering how he got to yeah. where Jack Carlo is? Yeah, I'm like, you know, you got these glasses. You seen how you used to look like? You got these glasses, <laughs> boy meets world looking. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm asking all kind of questions. Do you think? Are you thinking that he is a culture vulture, or do you think that it's appropriate for him? Like he's just like hip hop, and this is how it comes off. I don't think he know culture vulture, because I think he knows he knows his lane. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just don't feel like he's coming in like I'm better than all of y'all. Like right. I think he just like almost like I'm better than a lot of rappers, to in my opinion. But I'm the best white rapper right now. I feel like he's like more on that lane. But but Russ, that would be my favorite conversation though, because he just be talking that talk like. He got a very interesting perspective. Perspective, if you've ever watched his interviews, he do. I, I've heard him when he stopped by Joe Button. I believe mm-hmm. he was there, but um, that was a good one. It was. I appreciate the information that he provides. I yes. just, I ain't really into his music. I listened to maybe one or two albums. Yeah. Um, but I don't. That Chomp yeah. Two though, bro. That Chomp Two. Yeah. I have no idea what that is. What yeah. is that? This yeah. album. Yeah, that, I liked one of his albums, man. It was like a four four album, that was four like songs. Chomp, chomp, that was chomp, chomp one. something like. Okay, chomp. yeah, yeah. One of those I liked. I fucked so with. That, I was talking about it on it. You know what? That that's gonna matter of fact. That's gonna be homework. <clears throat> that chomp too. I think I listened to it though. The second one where, where it was like a reddish some cover. features on there. Yeah, he rapping he with like people rap rappers, like rap. Yeah, rappers. like people on there. Yeah, like, that's like, why that's what yeah. made me listen to it. Yeah, he was rapping. Yeah, it's like, like the, the real the yeah. big dogs or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Black thought or some shit. Yeah, like, that. like that's how I was like yeah. Yeah, he was getting to it. So I, I well, mm-hmm. yeah, but um, so that be that would be those I would invite to dinner just off the you know off the cuff or whatnot. Got it. So this week that was the off deck. If you guys have off deck questions, fuck it, get involved. Send us an email. <laughs> Let us know. Yes, sir. What you have from off deck to one show to the next, man. Make sure you're checking us out across all our platforms. We'll get into that at the end. Mm-hmm. Also, we do recent relevant topics. And since we're talking about work, Mo, I got a couple of sports stories that got to do with work. I wanted to know what you thought about them. But before I get there, do you have a dream job? Did you have, have you ever had a dream job? I, I mean, as a kid, I had a, I, I wanted to be a bodyguard. But that's Shut because the I fuck up. <laughs> but I was like in elementary because I seen. I think now I'm looking back. It's probably because I seen the movie. He was Kevin Costner. Willie. Yeah, you know, that I, used to be one of my favorite movies too. Yeah, bro. I think that was I like, love that movie. I still like that song. Ah, yeah. Take my bro. life. Yeah, that was the one. Yo, Go ahead. rest in peace, Willie. She was so beautiful. That too. was my shit. That um, and I will always love you. Yeah, but you know, I think one of my it, favorite little movies. It, it was just like trying to be like an agent, some kind of way. I wanted to be like an agent or something like that as a kid. So you then, you saw that image in the in the TV, and you like, I want to do what he do. It I wasn't like a that. bodyguard at the club or no shit. Like nah, that. nah, not like that. Type yeah, it was of like a professional bit dog, yeah. Secret Service type motherfucker. Like, it, damn, it, that's it, interesting. In elementary, I dressed up in a suit for career day, and I was oh like, "Who are you God. supposed to be?" I was like, "I'm a bodyguard." Like, oh, I, I was oh. so into it Like you know what I'm saying Damn, But then My mama broke my dreams one day She was like You do realize Like if somebody is shooting 
and doing you got to take that bullet. And I, and it, it, I sat with you for a couple of days, and then later on, she asked, "You still want to be a bodyguard? I don't want to be a bodyguard, Mama." Like, it was <laughs> what over. was after that? What was next? Uh, Did you have some on deck? I think I kind of just rambled at that point. Like I don't know that I just mm. never knew. And I still don't really know my <laughs> dream job. I mean, I, really, well, you don't have one now? Because because here's the thing, bro. You think you got a dream job until you mm-hmm. might actually get there. And you're like, oh, it's not what I thought it was. Mm. And that's the truth. Well, I mean, what if you creating it, though? When I say dream job, I mean, if you even running a company and it's the ideal company that you running and the job that you're doing inside of it, if it's podcasting for yourself. When I say ideal job, I don't even just mean inside a corporate structure. I mean, if you could be doing something. Mm-hmm. To make a living And it was ideally Like what you enjoyed What would it be? So I, I'd probably be a form of a Like a In this kind of space An executive producer But okay. I would be So you would ex- create podcasts Yeah so I would Not be, necessarily be on the microphone I, I I mean I would be on the mic too I'd probably be doing mm-hmm. it at a, at a different type of way Where you might get Special releases Or you're gonna get You know Just keep keep locking to the feed you never know when i'm going to drop something you know what i'm saying like i don't know if i was busy then i'll probably do like that but but i would not just be the executive producer over the show concept i'm going to be the executive producer over all the things (laughs) so i would be like okay hey run the graphics let me see the graphic designs no work on that we're going to do this a little bit let me hear the music like i'll be oh i'll be i will be running through that you know what i'm saying kind of being like you you be in operations yeah operations like you be an operations manager like yeah. if you're over a, a media company yeah like i would be, media like content youtube spaces podcasts things of that nature you would be like making sure that everything operates function that would be and, and probably like, like you, AR, would, you would AR. go home yeah i'll go ahead i'm about to say probably like because it's like a blend of like that like 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 i guess like you said operations a director uh and then part and then a part of like like a and r ish so finding new talent too as well yeah all of oh, that wow. like to add that's to the lot, operation that's yeah, a but lot I mean, on top of operations like it's a lot to ask a nigga to go find new talent and make sure everything running right well I wouldn't be the one to find the talent I would be more the one to uh, vet the talent oh you sound like a dictator now bro I gotta make hey, sure everything well, running right and I gotta make sure the right to America. Here. I don't, I don't <laughs> well, want no, nobody else's opinion I I'm mean, if I work, you know, if you work your way up there, it's like, nah. If I'm, it's your I'm, company, if it's your shit, you're, you're yeah. speaking of, right? Yeah, like if you've worked your way up, where it's like, I remember I had to do all these jobs because that's how I feel yeah. a lot of times. I'm like, I'm doing when I did my my show role, like I'm like I'm doing all these jobs. So when it comes down to start hiring and moving out the way, it's like I have the right to tell you because I just like when that's why I like Russ because I like Russ. So he like he did all them things. It's like people be like, oh, you did this, produced by, written by, this by. It's like, yeah, bro, these are five jobs. So. When people come in, I have a certain expectation because I ran it by myself. You sound like you might be a little more, a little hard to work for. Bro. I ain't even gonna lie to you. It might be a little different. I, I keep up. Think, with I, I'm a hard to work. You, you might be have a little high standards, man. Yeah, it sound like you it's hard so? to work for, man. I didn't did this shit, man. You ain't doing it right. I mean, I was doing got. this four years ago. How you think I got in this seat? <laughs> How you think I'm sitting right here? You sound like one of them niggas. <laughs> This guy. Sending interns home crying and shit. This Talking about I'm I'm the hard. I'm it was hard. I would not be. Oh. Like, I would be on a top, but I wouldn't be like. It sound like it sound like crazy. I just be like, hey, why don't we try to take this approach? Or how about we do this? Like, I'm just I'm just gonna be in intimate with the process, but I'm not going to like discourage. Like, I'm not a discourager. So that you, you know. would find a, a way to yeah tell them they wasn't shit. 
But most time that positive way to say it. But they probably be fired. Like it probably be cold at it. Like, oh, like oh, this is easy. God. What? They probably be fired. You would fire them for making a mistake. No, fire. Is like, that what you said? No, like good. Like they'd be. Oh, okay, they'd got you. Got you. You saying the people that you hire are gonna be good, so you ain't got to do that. Yeah, like I think at some point I'm like, oh, they got talent. They got it. They just, you know. But what about you? As, as a leader, I think that's what you ultimately want to feel. Like I ain't gotta have my hands in everything. Mm-hmm. I put the people around me that where this shit run without me being there. That's the that's the in my opinion the goal for a business. Like I've seen successful business owners well. I ain't got to show up and this shit still going to make money every day because I put the right systems in place. I got the right people here. It's going to run. And they taking me to do this shit and do five or six jobs no more. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But yeah, uh, for me, little, little Spike Lou, I think the first thing that I wanted to be was uh, I could remember was a sports agent. I used to love sports. Mm-hmm. Um, like my, my TV used to stay on ESPN from... From the time that I found out that wrestling wasn't real, mm. like wrestling used to be my favorite thing up until maybe age nine. Mm. So from age nine up until just I started running around outside more, it was all sports and all sports. So I wanted to be like, like a sports agent or something. And I thought they made a lot of money. I ain't really could have too. I can see that. Yeah, I <laughs> didn't have anybody around me that knew yeah. what that was probably. Uh, then it went from that to maybe like a lawyer. Or something like that Like something in litigation hmm. Being able to do that But these were early on okay. um, And to now Hence the spike moniker And coming up with an acronym Seek power information and knowledge everywhere Just in case people listening didn't know that uh, Movies would be my ideal thing Creating movies and content TV shows Like if I could wake up Go over scripts every day go over uh, the film and put everything together and, and be releasing movies that's would be my dream job doing that mm-hmm. that's why i even got into this to be able to expand start getting to know people i know animal brown and i've told the story i was talking about it on the mailbag episode just being able to create the the place in this entertainment world for people yeah. to be familiar with me and then start doing it and dabbling into that so I still want to get into movies but it went from sports agent to lawyer to director and Spike Lou and running a media company like the a podcast YouTube social media just putting out media content See, producing that. you just triggered something for me because that that's a part of it too so because <laughs> like that's the whole reason I created my my other show role the audio drama series is because i had such a love well really a love for the fiction style podcast and then just having such a like i used to just be so emotionally connected to shows like i would i just feel like i'm like man this character like man that's rough like if you went through like i just be so connected like look at this facial expression you see like i just be all into it's like man like I don't know. I can't explain it, but I just be. No, nah, you that. did a good job of explaining it. I understand what you mean. I'm like that with TV, though. Yeah. Like, but it's, I, I, I got that way being, I revert, revert back to my only child theory. Like, I used to sit in front of the TV and play video games, watch sports, or watch something on TV. So I got real comfortable with TV. I, I'm like that now with shows. Like, I, I like to get like engulfed, dive into a TV show and look mm-hmm. at it three or four times. Like, I'm looking at The Sopranos with five times through they <laughs> wired three four times through game of thrones the same so i'm the same way you're absolutely i, I understand you on that and, and so that's a part of it too like that's something i got three seasons in the can 
and I'm I'm currently trying to because I'm uh, talking about this paywall thing, jobs, same thing. I'm thinking about turning my fourth season into an actual novel. So I'm like, if I could turn this into a novel, I gotta I gotta. Did you go right? Yeah, I mean, you I go write a novel instead of doing a podcast. Well, that's what I'm saying. I already write the episode, so I've already done three seasons so of writing. You write acting. the dialogue and read it directly. Yeah, so I'm writing it. I'm writing it first person as the character Jalen Watts. How many pages is a season? Was well, eight episodes. Okay. The, how much writing I, is that? So let's say the like, episode. You done, like, how thick is like? Is, do you save it to like a note file? Yeah, give it's me in a note process. file. Yeah, so it's in a note file. Um, so my episodes can range from. I know that like the second season, the episodes started to be a little longer, but they can range from nine minutes eight minutes to i think the longest one i ever wrote was like 23 minutes just and that's how much how much writing is that so i don't know how much writing is to be honest because it's not always the same length when i'm writing it but but Pause. same length when i'm writing it <laughs> such a stretch oh such a stretch <laughs> <laughs> so I always the same length. You do that when I'm writing it late in this. I had to get the pause. Oh, no, no, he tried to get. He tried to play the trope card real quick. I call Uno too quick, man. I mean, I know you don't know exactly, but I'm saying from mm-hmm. you keep it in a notebook or you keep it on your computer. Yeah. Is it a page? Is it two pages? Is it three pages? Does it take three nights? Does it take four nights? Mm-hmm. When you're done with what you feel comfortable with recording, mm-hmm. what does it look like? Like the final product? Or like, oh, you mean yes. just like the writing part of it? Whichever one. The writing either, part. Either way that you want to describe it. So the writing part of it at the end of it, it's, I, of course, it's the traditional format of cliffhanger. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm writing to get to a cliffhanger, but I don't. I know some writers have spoke to the fact that you don't want to write yourself into it or I don't know if it's you do or you don't write yourself into a corner. Like when I start writing, I don't know where I'm going. I know I'm starting, but I don't know where I'm going. And I'm like living in the character as I'm writing it. And then I'm like, oh, this character. And then it just keeps developing in real time. Sometimes I'll stop right there when I'm feeling it and I'll, I'll walk away, come back. Or sometimes I just keep rolling like, yo, keep going. It's hot. It's hot. You know what I'm saying? So. And then sometimes the next day I ain't feeling I just kind of take a break, live a little life, come back like, you know, a week or a couple of days. It so, just depends. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. If someone listened to your series and they said, man, I really like your writing, Mo. I can't give you what you're looking for as far as running your own company, but I got a position in this writer room. I'm going to pay you $125,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Would you do that and love it? I think and so. And give up on like your outside shit? What if it what if it took like it was demanding? What if yeah, it was sixteen hours that's the a day? That's the challenge. What if it was like, nigga, I ain't <laughs> ain't no ain't no audio book series when I go home, nigga. I'm yeah. going to sleep. Yeah. See, that's the challenge. Would you that, trade? That's hard, ain't nah, it? Nah, I don't think so. I so wouldn't. you wouldn't do it. No, nah, because because you could pay. But me you're doing that. something you love, though, right? Yeah, but it's it's got to be. I'm at that point now, bro, where if I'm just going to work a job for somebody, then that's that. But if Oh, I'm so it's gonna, more so about the ownership. It ain't about what you're doing. 
Yeah, well, it it kind of is about what I'm doing, but it's it's gonna be on my terms. You know what I'm saying? Like, because we come into black people most times when we come into a, a a situation, we don't negotiate our terms, especially when you are the talent or you come with the leverage. So for me, it's got to be on my terms. So if it's like you're paying one twenty five. You know, and you're saying it's 16 hour days. It's like, nah, that ain't gonna fit my lifestyle, and my time mm-hmm. is more valuable than money. So it don't matter what check you throw at me, I'm not gonna. Yeah, that for me, because it's just like I'm not willing to make that level of sacrifice away from my family. Like that's just not my. Just to be saying, oh, you call you're a great writer, or you're a great this, or I don't know. That's just not my. That's well, not. You're gonna my, be making money though, too, though, right? So let's say, yeah. and then, and that's part of. I think this is a good conversation about jobs and doing what you love as well. Yeah. So let's say that isn't the number though. Mm-hmm. You're saying no, I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Versus saying if I'm going to do it, I want a higher number. You, you like 125 like, ain't gonna do that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So why wouldn't you be like? You said no. So and this ain't a, a, a poke at you. I've noticed this about us in general, black men versus counter. We, yeah, a counter, <laughs> nigga. You don't gotta be like yes or no. You can be like, okay, well, if that's what you want, then here's what I want. Okay. It ain't gotta be take it or leave it. I think mm-hmm. sometimes we get, and I again, I'm not talking specifically with you. Mm-hmm. This is a good point in the conversation to point yeah, that out. I've said that on dick. A lot of times we don't understand that we are in negotiations, and we like, oh well, fuck it, I ain't doing it. Well, Somebody was really just waiting on you to make another offer. Mm-hmm. So I'll ask you this: If one twenty-five isn't the number, and you're taking away from your family for that amount of, amount of time, you're doing something that you like writing. What then would be the number if he was like, "Nah, Mo, I really want you a part of my team, man," and like, I'm pretty much gonna let you sign your own check here. It's gonna be demanding. You're gonna have to move your family here. We're gonna pay for that. What do you need from me annually? What would you tell them? I take the number. I, it's it's it, it'll be four hours a day. I'm not working sixteen. So. Oh, so it's the lifestyle. It's, it's the time for me. It's it's not the money. Really? So, yeah, bro. Time is more valuable than money. You can't. You can always get more money. You can't get more time. So it's like I'm not gonna slave myself for no amount of mm. check. I don't care that much about money. Like, That's I the difference between your generation and mine. Nah, well, I think, I think this I've generation is really entrepreneurially, though. Like, I think that no, no, no. I'm, I, I'm saying y'all are more work-life balanced. Like, y'all are like, man, I'm not doing it. I'm not answering the phone on Saturday. I ain't answering emails after six. I want to spend time with my family. Like, y'all not gonna work me to death. Mm-hmm. Versus me, my answer to that question, if if yeah, you were asking point. me, I would be like, okay, well. I'm going to ask for an outrageous number if he's telling me he can write his own check and I'm going to sacrifice being away from my family for a couple of years for that, for the check. And then I can quit then. But I'm, I'm at least going to want to take advantage of it for a year, two years, three years, because it just sounds like an opportunity that I can't pass up. And I'm not saying either one of them are right or wrong. No, I'm just talking about the generational yeah. differences of how we look at that. Because I would, I don't think that I'm, I'm not far enough along in my journey, maybe because I don't have kids. And that's I'm not that, married. That's where I was going right? to say. I'm just about to So go I'm still looking at it like uh, 350? You gonna okay, I can do this. Yeah. I'll yeah. Yeah. myself ragged for yeah. three, four years for that for that. Yeah. Yeah. So and you think it's too and now that we stumbled upon it's his family more yeah. so. Because you're well, thinking yeah. about your daughter, you're thinking about your yeah. wife. Well, I got prior commitments. 
See, yeah, that makes sense. That see, I'll so, take a job tomorrow. That's that. what I'm saying. I so, have to move everything exactly. and exactly. I figure I, everything I, else there's out. There's a lot I will do. Like there's a lot yeah. that I will do, but this is the framework that I'm working within because mm-hmm. I understand that I have to die one day. I understand. Like if I spoke about it, y'all. If y'all y'all been listening, y'all already know how I am as far as money. Like I want to have money. I want to leave something behind for my family. Whenever God calls me home, however, I I don't. I'm not going. I don't want to get to the top of the mountain and then be like, I just ain't what I thought it was. I don't know how many times I've seen that story. Whatever I used to do. Top of the mountain as far as success and like the money. You got the stuff that you want, but it don't feel like nothing. Yeah, but it's just like, and which is fine because because every time people see it, they're like, I'm gonna do it different. This is how I'm gonna do because it's not gonna feel like that for me. But I just see that story so much that, and it's like, look at all the time I've lost over the years. I watched my little girl become a teenager now. Now she ain't, daddy ain't been around like that. I can't even talk about boys with her. My wife is kind of in her own space too. She's like, you know, kind of like, hi, bye. You know, we ain't really got no pillow talk going on. You know, it's just those things matter to me. Those are conducive to my soul. So, you know, those other things. So, yeah. Damn, that's crazy. I I, I just, I'm not there. Cause, so I'll give you an example. (laughs) Yeah. Um, you know Tom Brady is right mm-hmm. You know he's going through a divorce For this yeah. exact reason right So let's say you're the best at something Let's say you're the best writer mm-hmm. in the world Like he is football mm-hmm. And you love that shit nigga you get up for that I, This is what I get up for I love my wife too and we got kids and I like that too But nigga this I know when I step in here I'm I'm that dude mm-hmm. I'm David Chase Nigga I'm Vince <laughs> Gilliam I'm him I'm him yeah. when I walk in here Like yeah. what if that was you mm-hmm. Do you look at it differently then? Because I feel like what you're saying is true in a sense of you're still looking at it from uh, I'm clocking in. I may be making 350, but somebody making 300 million off of this. Like I'm still in that range of it. But what if you were like elite? Like when does what you love come in over those prerequisites that you have okay they well the thing is i i can't see i already like my show like this pod doing this anything in this space like she already knows how much i love this so right we do whatever we need to do but when the time comes for these slots it's really for me damn near interchangeable uh, uh unchangeable because of my love for it. where it serves it serves anything past that though it is what it is to be a leader be the greatest at this i used to care about those i like i got i got something to, like when i was a rapper like that type of stuff i used to care i used to care like i'm the best like y'all need to know like y'all niggas that eat dang i need well, I you need have y- to do that to be a rapper you gotta feel like you're the best i mean that's true no that's you true be rapper. you're right you're right i mean you're right but i still think the seinfeld i know rapper, what you mean though we gotta find him though we find the seinfeld, seinfeld rapper seinfeld. We gotta find, if we can find that dude, that, that would pop. But I don't think that nobody's gonna be willing to do it. I know, but boy, if we like we've sold it. the image <laughs> of what we want a rapper to be so much, like the regular dude rapping ain't gonna work no. Hey, I hope it do. We probably got another well, fifteen years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna be old when we see it. Well, let me. So let, that I mean, I think that's interesting though, man, because I still have that passion inside of me. Like, if I have the chance, well, hold on. Why? Uh, why is it? Why is it so easy for you to just be like, oh? I love this so much. Drop everything, kind of, or put it to the side because I want to do this. What is the end goal to with that? 
for me it's the satisfaction of it man like i like it's like mitch like in uh, paid uh it, love, nigga, love I love the game, nigga. Okay, so I, I love the hustle. Right. Like, okay, I, I would love to like, and I was just talking about, it, and it's the whole thing why I wanted to stick with jobs and not go to another one. Like, I want to do something where, like, when you looking at Kobe and you mm-hmm. say, like, man, that that nigga love basketball. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't no like LeBron good and he this and that, but it ain't really been a nigga that love basketball like Kobe love no, you, basketball. No, you're right. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Or like, um. Uh, just just take an example of people that are really fucking good Love at what they crap. do. Like 0304 Lil Wayne or whatever it may be. When you could tell that that nigga went in there where they would say, man, this nigga been here four or five hours, dude. We done done a hundred songs and he mm-hmm. ain't tight. He, he loves doing that shit. If I had the opportunity to have that or be like that in the field, that seems more fulfilling to me than... I'm going home to my family and pillow talking and we watching movies and cuddling. But it's just because I'm not from there to have an experience. I'm not saying that it couldn't change, yeah. but I do. Like, I have a totally different perspective on it than you do. Yeah. Because if, if that presented itself to me and they was like, man, here's the path for you to be the best at this, be recognized at the best at this and feel like the best at this. Like that fulfillment when you asked about the end goal, life is about legacy for me and it can come through family it it 100% can come through family however it can also come through what you do and what you did and how good you were at it but you know so and it's nothing wrong but this is a conversation need to be had too and this is just we gonna keep this as the, the rolling into it but it's good to strive to be the best I mean everybody should but sometimes I feel like people take too much time trying to strive to be the best instead of like yo I just I've etched out my lane and I'm cold at this you know what I'm saying like I used to be caught up in that so that's like I, I get what you're saying as far as wanting that satisfaction in the pursuit but if it's not being the best would you be satisfied otherwise just loving doing what you're doing like you're not the best pod or you're not the best sports talk person but or whatever it is but you're dope at what you do you have your own lane you got a fan base are you good with that that's what i'm working on i think that's part of what we were talking about earlier <laughs> okay. like when okay. you were talking about why are you so serious like mm-hmm. i feel like that's a part of my journey and my growth being able to be more present and be happier with those things being happy with like you said well you've been doing this 10 years and you can call yourself a pioneer that's part of why i've been putting it into practice lately so it's interesting that you asked that i'm very cognizant of no to answer your question i am not i would not be happy but i'm working on that i know that that is something that it's not healthy as far as trying to do that and you should be present and enjoy those things enjoy your journey Mm -hmm. versus the destination you know, so you know, no would be the answer to it, but I'm very aware of that. I'm trying to change. Well, because I, I, I think a lot of us will kill ourselves trying to do that. And I think I some see I'm one of those people. I look at certain careers like it just be random careers where I'm like they kind of had a low key career, but they were successful. And they like like let's just use. Well, I'm going to use this one. I'm going to use another one, but like like a like a Wayne Brady. People are like, oh, this nigga, he doing all this for the white people. He doing this and that. But yeah, this man's still on every day on the game show. He He's doing his own thing. You know who he is. He he still is a staple in the culture just for the Chappelle skit alone. He, he's at, you know, classic freestyle on Sway. Like, he has his own career. You don't know him like that, but he's still thriving. But he's not the best of anything. You know what I'm saying? He's the best or, Wayne Brady, though. 
But that's what I'm saying. You're gonna be his best Spike Lou, but yeah, but, I mean that's true. You see what I'm saying? I see what you're like, saying. He ain't the best rapper, he ain't the best actor, he ain't yeah. the best talk show host, he ain't yeah. the best funny person. However, he Wayne Brady. Like, like sometimes Brady, you're a Gilbert Arenas. Like sometimes you're or you're a Carmelo Anthony. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes like that's what it is. You're Charles Barkley, like or whatnot. Like it's like you might have not been that person that was like meant to get that, but that don't mean your legacy don't hold weight. Yeah, it gets boggled down by those that may have surpassed what you've done but when they get to your name in the list what are they gonna say is more of the i think should be more of the focus than the like the 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 number of where you're listed i think the where thing, you at where, where you, you at on the list making what, sure that you own it period yes what's what said think? about you when they get to the name on the list that's because I, I i i'm telling you bro like that but to me i think that stuff will kill i ain't gonna say kill you like it'll kill you spiritually i feel like just constantly trying to you know but it, it's fine to do that because if it gets you where you need to go, use that fuel like Michael Jordan did. He just make up reasons yeah. why people, people. You said, yeah, you asked me, and I'm very aware of where I'm at with it. Yeah. Like I, it ain't like I'm like don't understand <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> I 100 percent understand the drain. I've lived it, so nigga, I know it can drain you in the way it puts you emotionally. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. You do have to get to a place where, like I said, the journey is. Way more important important than a destination, man. And I have to understand that, and that's part of it. Like it ain't about ending up number one. Mm. It's about what you did every day to be number one. Okay. That's the shit that you people gonna remember you for, talk about, read about. It ain't about like did you show up and were you number one every time? But mm -hmm. at one a.m. when you was in the gym shooting, when everybody else was asleep, they was partying. That's part of your story because you were doing that to be, like, you know what I'm saying. But yeah. you but reverence not to do that. Preaching. But reverence, I'm here for the reverence though. Right, What's that? What do you mean reverence? Like people giving reverence. Like I, you watch some interviews and how like you you see an interviewer interviewing somebody of notoriety. Let's just say Mike Tyson, somebody interviewing. Them. Yeah. And you could tell they're such a fan. They're asking all the right questions. You're like, oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah you were so yeah, great yeah. back in the fight at 94 when you, you threw this many punches and this and that. And being Mike on the other side, getting that kind of reverence or, like, respect level. Like, I, I definitely want to be on that side of it, though. Like, I'm not going to yes, act like, yes. oh, I don't well, care. People understand that what you yeah. did was irrelevant yeah. and important. Oh, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah speak me up. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the rapping in you. That's what Yeah. Don't, don't give it to us. So we talking about jobs and, and, and things of this nature. Do you remember your first job? Yeah, absolutely. How old were you? Fifteen. Fifteen. What'd you do? I worked at Foot Locker. Really? Well, that was a dream job for me. At that was my boy. Let me tell you. How'd you get that shit? <laughs> we used to go. So it was in Clarksville, Tennessee. So, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. <laughs> That's about, what year was this? Oh. Four. Okay. I didn't work that long, bro. I'm gonna tell you why. Claus was slick ratchet, ain't it? it like, at the time it was it was still it was all right. The, I mean maybe uh, we didn't get all the way into Clarksville. We was kinda I don't in think the y'all made it to the Yeah, trenches. we was like in the mallish area, <laughs> like mostly. We went in there and came back to, you know, our little Oak yeah, Road, whatever. But but uh I got hired on and Cause we kept going in. I asked the lady. The lady was mad cool. She was like a lesbian woman at the time. Well, she was a lesbian woman, but she was so cool though. I think her name was Felicia or something like that. But she was so freaking cool, and she just liked my charisma, I guess, at the time. And I still was like more of a quiet dude. But she ended up hiring. She's like, you know, you're 15, but I, I think I can get you a job. You can only work this many hours, and so I really couldn't work no hours like that. So they hired me on as a stock boy, 
I went to the back and she wanted me to basically organize the shelves, get on the ladder, go up there and organize it. But bro, I never knew what I was doing. I never knew what I was doing, dude. Cause she was like, you gotta organize it by this. Then the shoes will have weird codes on it. And I was not picking it up, bro. Like at all. Like I remember I beat it up. Nick, like two hours. I didn't know what I was doing. I swear, bro. You didn't ask nobody? Like you I mean, just- I, I would ask and she'd be like, okay, yeah. But then I could tell if I asked her again. She was cool when she was on. So, so wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I was like, oh. She hired you, told you what to do. You didn't understand. And yeah. you just wasted two hours in the stock room. Well, I kind of like was trying to figure it out. And then I think I said, like, ah, that's wrong. And then I thought I had it. Then I didn't have it. Yeah. Then I was like, dang. So then I asked her and she like gave it to me. I was like, she was kind of annoyed. Well, she was okay. She, with, she was like laughing like, ah, man, come on, man. Like, you know, you got to get this. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, you know how people do that. Be like, all right, but here's how you do it. Yeah. So I was like, I can read through it. Like, uh, she ain't. Yeah, she ain't. Uh-uh. She got yeah. she got hard exterior. Like, she's not. She's not really going like that. So I probably worked like three days, two days, and I was out of there. <laughs> Damn. So you yeah. quit. I mean, I got. I think I got like one paycheck. And so you said for like. I bought me a grill. With your first paycheck, yeah, my first paycheck. I bought me a grill, and I was the flyest dude because I was, because I I was held back when I was younger, so I I was one of the older sophomores or freshmen. I think I was sophomore, so I had a grill. I was like, dang, Mario got the grill. Like I'm talking with the slobber, everything, but I mean, oh, I had no. It no. wasn't a real grill, bro. Like it, it's it's just what some kind cheap, of grill. Is it? it was just a put went to the jewelry store and got it right. I mean, in the mall, like, like in the middle of the mall. In the middle of the mall. Yeah, that's yeah. why I got my first one. It wasn't a real. It wasn't my only like, grill. Well, you had to. I went to a real jewelry store. Yeah. What? What is it now? What was? What real? What wasn't real about it? Diamonds. Ah, I think the uh-huh. silver. The silver was real. But but what about you? <laughs> we go down that late another time. But what about you? What was your? Nah, because what my that was probably one of the motivations for my first job too. Wanting to buy a grill. Um, they, we had we were similar there, but it was this was years before old folk. My first job, man, I, I was 13 turning 14. And it was for, it was a, a summer program job. I used to go to this community center, Seville Park. And I went there my whole life. The guy, like, who was, do y'all have community centers in Indianapolis? You know what I'm talking about? Mm, yeah. Like, centers on different parts of town. You're talking like boys so we had club? one. Now it was like, they were ran by, like, they were, government facilities so they would have free lunch and shit okay like they they uh it was it was a park yeah. and there was a center that you go in in a park that have like a couple pool tables a gym mm-hmm. and they would have summer programs when we were out of school and you come up there in the summertime and eat they have a free lunch at 12 they go on field trips sometime during the summer and they would have counselors mm-hmm. so my first job was being a counselor i went there when i was little my homeboy Scoops, his uncle had some kind of program. I feel like it was a scam now that I'm old. <laughs> but it was some, it was some kind of program where he had us go be counselors at the different centers around Metro Nashville, and we would get paid for it. I think I made like seven twenty-five an hour or something like that. Oh yeah, I made five dollars or something. Nah, it been like, I don't know yeah, how much yeah, it was because I remember. Yeah, it might have been like five dollars because it's seven dollars yeah, now. Five fifty or five seventy-five. Yeah, it might have been like five fifteen. Now that I'm yeah, about five fifteen or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's what I did for a summer. Like, of course, we didn't do nothing. The dude who was over the center, he actually was my dad's football coach. And even oh. though we, I know I didn't grow up with my dad, this dude knew my dad. He, Man, you look just like you be every day I come up. Boy, your daddy this. You, you look just like him and this and that. 
Uh, so that that was really ironic. Uh, but that was the first job that I had. Then the next summer, since I had gotten accustomed to making money, going to buy Jordans and shit. My cousin, who's two months older than me, she was born in September. I was born in November. We talked about, you know, cousins are really your first friends. That's your, yeah, your, your mama, sister, like that's your brother. Right that's their child. You right there every day. Yeah. She got a job at uh, Kroger in Bell Me, like the rich part of the town. My grandma took her to go get the job. And um, <laughs> they came over my house. I can't remember how I came part of it, but my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> was one of those you need to go get a job too and really i didn't i ain't have to have no job my mom was cool with you know me being in after school shit just making sure i was productive mm-hmm. so i went and i didn't tell her i ain't tell my mom I just listen to my grandmama come on you need to go get a job too come on go on come on out here with us <laughs> went out there filled it out fake birth certificate got a job working at kroger at 414 <laughs> i mean it uh working at kroger about 515 an hour since we were under 16 we could only work Two hours a day, I think. So we would yeah. work like four to six forty-five, mm-hmm. and my mom would be so irritated oh, that she had, had to drop me off at work bro. and come back and get me in two hours. Man, I remember that, bro. That's what and it was. That was like, yeah. So yeah. there's like some weird like that. She was really upset that I had my job. She was explaining it to me how she just wanted me to go to school, be a student, learn that, make good grades, shit like that. But I, I want. This was at one point in time when my feet were getting too big. She wasn't buying everything that I wanted no more. Like I was too old to get be spoiled like that. So I wanted a job to be able to buy my own shit. So my first job, other than that summer job, was at Kroger yeah. in Bellmead at 14. And what I tell you, that was a rat. Like, I don't know how they hired all us niggas, but man, that was a ratchet. Like we now that I'm thinking back at 40 years old and some of the shit that we did at 16, man, we used to drive those people fucking crazy, man. It was all black people and it was the white side of town. I don't know how they hired oh all those. We used to like we used to disappear on them. Niggas be hiding back in the freezer and the cooler and shit. Like it did nobody man, at the we, register. We used to go down. We all walked out one night. It was school was starting back. Of course, we all started in the summer. So we had to be gone by a certain time. We had to be out of there by 10 o'clock. And 10 o'clock was coming. But the overnight shift person hadn't made it. They was calling out sick or something. It was all of us teenagers there. So the manager didn't know what to do. We like, man, we leaving. We'll give like you're a kid. Like, bro, I got to go to school tomorrow. Nigga, fuck all of this. (laughs) We closed our lanes. Like everybody closed their lane. And it was, <laughs> it was a white manager named Mr. Delaney. I'll never forget this. He was so mad. I'm talking about he he was on the verge of calling us all niggers. Like he was so pissed oh off. Oh my god. He was red. He was like, if you guys fucking clock out, you're fucking fired. Nobody can leave. Nigga, we looked at him, laughed, punched our little digits in the clock out. Oh we walk my out gosh. We walk out, this nigga on the register banging. Like he was, he was stuck up shit creep. There was still people there. Yeah, it was like, so what even made it a controversy? The customers were coming to, to like close out. We waited to like 9 50. Usually we got to be off the wrist about 9 45, but the mm-hmm. dude who overnight shift come, he hadn't came. It was like 9 50. So we start, you set a trash can in front of your register to close it to make sure nobody can come to it. So it's like three lanes open. It was late. It wasn't a lot of people in there, but there were people in there. Mm-hmm. So shit, we started like, man, I'm finna go, bro. I'm closing my register. I closed mine. Another little buddy closed his. Other dude closed his. So customers started gravitating towards the front and didn't have nowhere to check out. So, 
the little customer service lady she didn't know what to do because we wasn't listening to her so she called the manager he came That's down there tried to get us to stay but here's the crazy thing about it now that i'm looking back at it we were a part of a union like the the the, the lady that was over the union was a black lady she used to look out for us like i told you we were bad as hell 14 15 year old kids out there running a muck in a store but she got us to join the union and you can't fire a union employee without going over with right. the union and having a conversation that man lost his job for that like i don't know how oh. far along he was in his career or whatever it may be yeah. But just because he didn't know how to keep his cool, he could have convinced one of us to stay had he just been yeah. cool, I'm sure. Well, you know I how, probably would have folded. You know how but he was people just, be stressing out? Yeah. Like, oh, he man, was so pissed off. I would never forget this, bro. His face was so red. He was so mm-hmm. flustered and frustrated. He didn't know what to do. And he was like, well, you guys clock out, you're fired. So he told us we were fired. We came back the next day. <laughs> he's like, well, he's no longer with us. And we had to that have fast. a meeting about, yeah, nigga. Hey, you, you can't do that against the union. I don't know. He must have been on thin ice somewhere else, but that was the last straw. But like when we came back, I know the next time I came back to work, he won he wasn't up. And they said he had gotten fired and we had to like write up an official response about it and all of that shit, man. Mm. But yeah, like I've been working since I was fifteen years old and yeah. Bell Me was the first place that I started working at. Well, my real like when I was getting that real bag at, at young, like I said, I only worked at Foot Locker like three days and that was the end of that. Mm-hmm. But I there was a McDonald's that was right off the exit. Mm. It was a McDonald's slash Pilot J or whatever, J Pilot or whatever that. And it was just like one of the few jobs in that small little city of Oak Grove in Kentucky. And that's why I started really getting that, that money, boy, with that minimum wage, boy. Put me at in McDonald's? That, boy, I was getting money. I ain't money. never worked at a fast food place. I worked that's at That's what I've never done. I worked at Subway, I've never worked there. McDonald's. Uh, did you used to hit? Did you used to release. hit them up? I mean, of the statute of limitations has passed. Have you like? Well, did you used to hit them like, up and have the, the menu? What had the price memorized of the value meal? Like that was a like people that worked fast food during our yeah. era. Like yeah, they'll have the price memorized. Oh, that's five twenty seven. Yeah, you give yeah, you them the money. It. They swap. But I, ne- but I never worked a register because ah. I didn't. I never wanted to. Like I, I was cool with being in the back, but I worked my way up. Like eventually, they was gonna put me on the. Re- well, they, the closest thing I got was I was a runner. Cause after a while, like I remember, they used to get mad because we were supposed to wear hats, our little visors. But I had waves, like some crazy waves. So I, I was like, man, I kept breaking out all the time, like working over a hot grill and sweating, get all them bumps on my forehead, and I just be like, man, I ain't wearing this damn hat. And so mm. <laughs> I used to be out there. Was that the, the worst job you had? Fast food? Nah, that ain't the worst job I had. Really? <laughs> I actually, I've worked at some bad. Actually, it's crazy. Fast food is not the worst jobs I've had. I've been working since I was. That's some of that I just told you about. I've worked every year since then, so I've been. Yeah, I'm, I think so. About too. I've set never to retire. Been yeah, I'm yeah, trying to retire within the next two, three years. Well, what's the worst <laughs> job you ever had? <laughs> oh, I gotta hear I this. Why shit, was it? Man. Why was it? Why was it the worst? The one that I would say is the worst now. I I worked at FedEx. This is this is the one that I just felt like completely overwhelmed. Like I can't do this. Like if I got to do this to make a check, I might not be able to make it. Yep. Uh, and that was the package handling shit at FedEx. But it mm-hmm. it was the it was the ones like I did two positions there. This was like in high college and shit that they was hiring needed a job. Um, you can do it where you unload the trucks. Or you can do it where the boxes come and you load the trucks and got to build the walls and shit and make sure that the truck is. 
at first when I got there, I was on the load the truck side where the boxes come and you just in the truck and you grabbing the boxes and you building the walls and you building the walls and the, but that shit was overwhelming as fuck. Probably the most overwhelmed I've ever been at work. Like sirens and shit go off if you get backed up. Motherfuckers gotta jump in there to help you out. It's shit oh, like man. it is. But it's hell. And then the worst part about it was so you build the walls and you have to remember you're building this and they train you to build these walls with these boxes because you got to keep in mind it, it's uneven a truck is going to flip over like if they going on a turn or something like that the, the truck can flip over if you got the shit weighed wrong and you got your walls wrong mm -hmm. so you got to keep that in mind you can't just throw the boxes in there and sometimes as you building these walls and you going back and forth and you walking yeah. back and forth they can fall on you because you would maybe put a box on there wrong bro I was building one of all these little like maybe shoe size boxes. They weren't that heavy, but it was just tedious as fuck. And one of them got like came out when I was turning around. Whole goddamn wall fell on me, bro. I when I tell you I was ready to walk out of there like then. Like I'm done with this. You didn't fuck walk this. Nah, I didn't because they put me on another side. They put me like buddy was like, nah, this ain't for you, Ruby. Like, I mean, you come in here every day, we need people, so once you go try to unload the truck as versus loading them when i did the load side and i'm i was cool because all you had to do when the truck pull up just take all the boxes off and throw them on a on like the little the conveyor belt little conveyor belt so i throw your headphones in bro and you good like you you and that don't take forever like as long as you ain't just no complete wimp and can like take <laughs> lift about 25 30 pound boxes and don't mind like stubbing your toe here now and then yeah. you can unload the trucks with that load side shit that's mm -hmm. a different model. I couldn't take that, but that probably I would say that's the worst. That's probably the worst. That, that sounds like the worst. Like I can see that the the yeah uh, that was physical hell demand. Shit, that's why them dudes be having them back listen. back belts on, dude. Listen, man, they be and it was niggas there. They, that's one of those jobs. Like people would get into the lifestyle of it, man. I was niggas that had been working there for like mm -hmm. 15, 20 years, and they would do what they call as double. So the shift would be, um. You would go like a nine, it's a nine to 12, or nine to one shift. And then it's a two to six shift. And then it's a seven to 11 shift. Mm -hmm. And then it's like an 11 or 12 to overnight shift. Mm -hmm. It would be niggas that would come in there and instead of doing the fours, they would work two shifts. They would go like all the way through mm -hmm. or they'll work the whole day of 16 hours. Just complete, complete competitive Um not competitive but complete repetitive ass work mm -hmm. like that mm -hmm. that shit I, I just could not see myself doing that for a long time bro that shit was brutal bro that's why i commend people like you people be looking like you work at this and that's like now nah, y'all understand y'all that take that's like a real mental yeah, thing yeah. like because i i can't that I, kick your I don't even like jobs is a motherfucker hey bro. bro like the worst job i had was <laughs> it's kind of tying to another part as we keep moving but I had got fired from a job and <laughs> I got fired at this job I had been working. It was like my first good job, actually. Fresh out of college. They had me in a little computer area. It was a print company, kind of like now. And I was working out at the cutter. And then the, the, the owner, one of the owners found out I went to school for graphic design. He's like, oh, we got you in the wrong department. He moved me all the way to the computer. So I kind of got bougie. I, and I had done that for like after I got moved there. I started making, I thought I was making some real money. I think I started making like $12, $13 or something. I was like, yo, this is, I'm 20, fresh out of college. This is, this is dope. Anyway, 
so I worked there for like four or five years, but they had a problem with, they just out of nowhere, once the company stuff started happening, they started like nitpicking about everything. So they got mad about, like they said, like people don't be on YouTube or don't be on listening to music or nothing like that. Like basically bandwidth and all of this. And so I still was listening to music. Like I, 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 me and my cousin used to be like finessing them all the time until we finally was like, once they got real hard about it, we was like, all right, let's chill out on the Netflix and all that, like while working. And so I just listened to music and they called me in the office one day. He's like, he got all extra. Maurice, we told you we wasn't doing this. So we're going to have to let you go. I'm just like, all right. The chick walked me to the desk. I grabbed my stuff. She's like, I'm sorry. It's unnecessary. I got to walk you out. I was like, it's cool, whatever. So then the job after that, I couldn't get no job, bro. I kept trying to go to these different print companies. I couldn't get nowhere. I'm going there suit on old school. No indeed. Driving every day, dropping my wife off, going into these print companies. Hey, you guys hiring? Oh man, pursuit of happiness. Style. Pursuit of happiness style, dude. I'm dressed up in the suit. Like that's one of my nightmares. Oh man, man that's, bro. that's a fear of mine, bro. That shit. I can't even watch that movie. <laughs> that yeah, shit, bro. bro. Like God, that shit man. heartbreaking. Yeah, man. it is heartbreaking. And so to, you know, yeah. you, you know, you looking only got- at a job, looking for a job is one of the worst positions to be in. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's not as bad now. Uh, if you got some a good experience, and then if you got a, a pretty decent resume, you can do it all from the tap of your you know t- tap of your phone, really. But so I couldn't get nowhere. So one check passed, and so we're like, all right, we can still flow to her check. The second one, so it's been four weeks now. I'm like, okay, rent coming around, bro. I got to do something. So we go out to eat one day, and then I literally we was eating at IHOP, and I was like, can I get you know y'all hiring? It's like yeah, and so. At that time, my brother started living with us, so we both worked there. So I got a job at IHOP, and it was okay. But I remember I almost didn't take the job because they basically didn't want you to have no facial hair. And I was like, "What?" Like my brother really had to talk me into doing this. Like I didn't have that much. Like I ain't had no beard or nothing at the time, but I just was like trying to do something. It's like y'all want me to shave my little chin hair. Like I was mad about it, but I ended up doing. He's like, "Bro, you need this money. Just go ahead, man." Like. So we ended up working there. What niggas? We crazy, ain't we, boy? Like niggas, like <laughs> I gotta feed my family, but I'm really hesitant but about getting that DNA off, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny as hell. So, man. but me and my brother. Long story short, we were working together. I was a like the, me and him both worked the same shift. I was a better person to work with, but he was the better worker. Like he's a year younger than me. He he can he's like he just he just a better worker than me when it comes to that. Anyway, my brother he me and him got into it at work and he just started. I think you know, he told me this before. Yeah, like and like he just went somewhere else with it. Like he was talking to me like all oh, crazy. I was like, what? Like nigga, I was like broke ass nigga. Like he's like what? So the next thing you know, we about to scrap at the little back. What are you going to the kitchen? It's literally like a table full of preachers. Was this in Indianapolis or Kentucky? This is Indianapolis. And so okay. I'm, I'm a grown man at this point. Like, I got a child, everything. Oh and we was about goodness. to scrap there. And then they, they pushed him out the back door towards the dumpsters. And they, and they separated us, moved us to different shifts. And that was the worst job. My cousin ended up hitting me up and say, bro, they got to open it. But you got to get here now. And I ended up getting a, a different job. But boy, that, that IHOP was that's probably a strong six weeks. Who do you blame for that altercation, your brother or yourself? Oh, that's my brother. And you still won't take no you ain't taking no accountability for it. Nah, because he 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 kind of dabbled in and out with like that spice, that spice and weed. He's putting a little too much on there. Yeah, like like that spice, like kind of like you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if you're you know doing that, too much, you're just like, doing too much. No, no, I mean literally spice, like Katie. Like, you don't know what that is. 
Mm. For those that are listening, somebody probably laughing and listening now. They, Katie, it's like <laughs> synthetic marijuana type deal. Like it's something. What's else. the name of it? Katie. K- Katie or Spice. Oh, KD. Oh. Yeah, you know the what stuff I'm talking they about? Yeah, I did a shit they used to sell in the head shops. Yeah, yeah. Well, so what, what what happened now? So that what stuff be, spice? Well, that stuff, like he used to be smoking that stuff, and that stuff how you tripping. And so he, ah, yeah. so he was high on the spice. Well, he just used to like periodically do that, but he would go through like these mood swings and like a drop of a moment. Like I just told ah, my sister, yeah, like okay. So okay. He, he would be cool. Did it happen in long term effects? I think so because I know people that had long term yeah. effects. I, I, it yeah, like it, fucked it, them it, up for real. Nah, I do got long term effects. Like I ain't gonna act in front of that. that yeah. Shit was yeah, bro, it, it, it has its effects, but like so that's why I was like, nah, I don't take no credit for that at all. Nope, because I know I never. I'm not gonna ever. Get into it with my bro. I ain't even talk to him like that. He he just kept doing this weird thing of acting like he was doing me a favor. I never asked him to do anything. He's just like, all right, I'll go ahead and watch your area since you got to go do this. I'm like, you don't have to watch my area, bro. Like he just that type of person. Like, all right, I look out that I ain't no gonna do this, but I'm gonna go ahead and I'm like, bro. Like, I'm laughing because I can see how that still irritates you to this day. <laughs> like I can tell what type of person that you are. Like somebody just just doing too much, acting like they doing you a favor. Yeah, he, he's bad. Eat your too. soul, don't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a, eat- oh man, I'm a person that do everything for myself for the most part. So you acting like you doing me a favor, and I ain't asked, like, bro. Oh God, that's funny. To me. <laughs> so yeah, we yeah, about to funny. we about got to scrapping, and you know. So is that the most embarrassing work. firing that you had? Well, I didn't get fired from IHOP. I actually had the job. I ended up quitting. Okay. But it was shortly after that when I got the gig. My cousin, you know, loopholed me into, oh, I got you, bro. All right, cool. What got made me. that job bad? Was IHOP. it just that it was IHOP? Yeah. Uh, You know what? It actually, to be honest, the job after that was probably the worst one, but it was because of, of a person. That job, IHOP wasn't, a, it, it still was the worst just because it was so demeaning at the time. Like, it was this little Asian dude that was my Did boss. Did you cook? You was a cook? Yeah, I was a cook. I, I was young eggs out here. My cousin used to. Did you have me. to have any experience? So they just like they'll throw anybody back in the group. They'll throw anybody in there, bro. Like, really? That's yeah. why you shit. But I did it. But that was my first food. time being a waiter too. I did I actually did that too. So, but. I'm glad. I've, I've never had to work in food industry other than I worked at my mom's husband's restaurant. Like he had a he. I told you he has a restaurant business, and I was. When I lost my job before, because I used to work for this bullshit. I, I worked for some shady ass companies. Not really this bad, but I worked for some shady. Like I used to work for a company. I worked customer service for them. Do you remember when you would be in school and you would get the little gift catalogs and you would do fundraisers? Mm-hmm. I worked for a company before that was the people that sent out the catalogs. <laughs> so. The schools would call in to get orders. People would call in about their orders, or uh, people would call in trying to get the program. Mm-hmm. You know, essentially, they just buy that cheap ass shit from China, up the price <laughs> three times, and then go <laughs> manipulate schools to sell them. Mm-hmm. It was a shady ass business, and I just it, that that shit was weird. But um, I was saying that to say. Bad job? What was I talking about? Uh, just like weird jobs. I can't. Uh, well, I mean, I lost my train of thought. Uh, yeah. But it, it, that was a weird job. I've had some weird jobs. That one. Most of my jobs, though, have been like corp. Since the Kroger and FedEx experience, more so corporate mm-hmm. um, and things of that nature. 
I've always kind of worked kind of in this same space, like in the graphic print marketing area, but I've always had like a second gig. So that's where the fast food stuff kind of underlines that the, the top end of the, the printing graphic design type of companies. And I just never had no problem with, cause honestly working at food places, like I didn't work at Applebee's subway, like <laughs> you meet some really interesting people when you work in places. Like those are some of the yeah. most fun, interesting people I've worked around, bro. So, I've worked in retail. You do meet random, just, oh, just random. random. I worked in retail in the hood, like just like they got the um, the restaurant. He also has a corner store, like right across the street, and it's in the hood. So I worked at the cash register in the corner store. Like that was probably the most interesting job that I've had. Boy, like, I seen it all, <laughs> nigga. All nigga being in the hood, and it was a night shift too. Oh man! Uh, Your life was craziest on thing, huh? Yeah. Life was on the. I, I mean, but kinda, but we had to strap up at one, two. <laughs> like it was like people knew, even though this wasn't the side of town that I grew up on. Anything, I, I just ain't gonna sound like I wanted to sound, but I'm not trying to be bragging here. But a lot of people that came in there knew who or had seen or were familiar with me. So they weren't gonna be on, on shites or nothing like that, right? Mm-hmm. Plus, they understood that it was they probably repercussions. Like I ain't just standing up there without no gun or nothing at the yeah. shop, at the store. But that being said, it wasn't never really as dangerous as it sounded. I never really felt like, damn, this shit might not work out well. It was more so just like irritating people that made that like just the craziest <laughs> job bro because like you gotta think you're dealing with the hood like junkies coming in there like just the d-boys like just smart mouth ladies and mm-hmm. old women people buying their beer and lottery tickets like I boy this shit was great bro it's shit that like type of that, space is like the place I that right there you got to be on it because everybody trying to scheme mm-hmm. and shuck and like it's so the craziest shit that happened there though I used to work with this old lady. Her name was Gwen. She called everybody good buddy. That shit was so <laughs> She said, hey, good buddy. How's it going? Man, she had a mouth on her paws because she was a lesbian, but she just like, she was smart as fuck. Intelligent and just had a smart ass mouth. Hmm. So we didn't have a public bathroom. Lady came in there one time and she was like, I need to use the restroom. And the name of the store is Sweats because that's the guy's last name. And she said, y'all, we was like, well, we don't got no public bathroom. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Y'all got a bathroom right there. I just seen her come out of it. It's not a public restroom, man. I'm like, there's no restroom in here. We don't know what to tell you. Like, you go out outside. I don't know what to tell you, but you're not using the restroom in here. So I can't use Sweat bathroom. Y'all motherfuckers think y'all too good, huh? Pulled her pants down, pissed right in the aisle. In front of like just it ain't you know how big a corner store is right like a corner store not that big bro like so she pulled her pants down in the middle of going I swear ain't gonna let me piss in his bathroom think he too good and I'm gonna piss right here on the floor pulls her pants down pissed right you heard the sound effects everything (laughs) it's yeah yeah it's like I'm talking about literally right in front of us. Uh, and he caught. She, he's looking. He's watching on the monitor because he got the shit recorded. Like, he can watch it from the house. He called. He's like, "What's that bitch doing?" <laughs> oh man. I mean, he couldn't do nothing. He was all the way at home. He couldn't come. Oh, up he was there, but we told him. Yeah. 
it was just that shit was crazy she pulled her pants up she walked out man then good buddy i started calling miss gwen good buddy because that's what she called everybody that she oh, had yeah, to clean that shit up because i damn sure wasn't gonna nah, do it happening, bro. i do nah. want to ask as we you know try to wrap mm-hmm. have you ever had an altercation where you thought you were gonna have to go hands up with somebody at your job Mm. Like where you were gonna have to like first, well, if not that, then like were you like, yo, I'm about to go break the fourth wall here, break <laughs> character, and I'm gonna have to talk like how I really talk. Like you ever had a moment like that with with a worker where you's like, all right, they you know I, I always get the perception as like the cool guy at work, like what you say. And now that you've enlightened me on this no nonsense attitude that I have, I guess it always has come off that way. Mm-hmm. So people really, I don't really, and then not no, no, I'm big Debo yeah. type shit. Like people, I never really get to that place with people. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I ain't here. Like, there's no type of conversation that you and I finna have that we finna get mad and he at work. Cause I don't even probably, I ain't even engaging with my coworkers like that, bro. Like, mm-hmm. hi, bye, what's up? I got my headphones on. Like, you, you shouldn't even really be talking to me yeah. with no pumped up type of nothing. Like it ain't none of that. However, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I was the the tricky part of it is that they're not always intentionally being like whatever. Yeah. So that goes to that only childness, and not to cut you off. I'm sorry. I know you're talking about that. However, I'd want to get this out. They'll come to me that way, and I can completely ignore it. Well, you know, you need to be doing. Oh, for real. Okay. Right back in my phone. Who are who are oh, you, dude? You oh, don't sign no checks. Crazy. Yeah, like you don't sign no checks. And then like my cousin, I used to work with my cousin. She used to get on me all the time. We worked at Walgreens. So you <laughs> That's crazy. You know oh, how real? You, like, you were, yeah, you're like, bro, like no, I'm not that's we're not even different. Like, oh yeah, like, we're not even oh, real cool. You, you know, crazy. Okay, I can't I, I can't believe you even did that. Like that's so bro, like, yeah. out of character. Listen, me, man, like, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you like some you know, at Walgreens or any store, you, you got to face the front. Like, you got to face stuff at the end of the night mm-hmm. to make it look like, you know, everything is neat in there. Bro, I would do that, like, for three minutes and then walk back up to the front. And Animal Brown went to Walgreens, too. I just hit him up. We'd be up on the front, like, talking, like, for hours. Like, just, I don't even know what the fuck. We reading the Source magazine, just talking. Somebody will come, ring them up. Hey, hold on, bro. Like, on the phone still. Yeah, in the like, same t- building. We in two different buildings. Oh, like he okay. worked in one Walgreens, I worked at another. And like just to kill time, both of us ah, would be on okay. the front register, and we just calling, we just rapping on the phone. I think it's why I was talking on the phone now, because yeah. he just got all of it out. Then me yeah. and him would just sit on the man. You see this in the source? It's not right here on this page. You check this out. It's like <laughs> completely oblivious, bro. <laughs> and like people would come up. I'm ringing them up like on the phone, like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, bro. Like oh, 382. Acting like they inconveniencing me. Oh, wow, you like really this is the attitude like... that I had at work, bro. Wow. So my cousin used to be like, "Man, you don't do shit. You don't do like she because she used to work hard." <laughs> like my cousin, like she was employee of the month, nigga. Oh, and wow. um, she would get mad, and she would be like, "It would be one of those situations." Of course, it's my cousin, so we're not gonna come to blows. Yeah. But it would irritate her soul because she took so like I ain't gonna say took pride, but she was good at. Mm-hmm. She worked in cosmetics and greeted people and met her little sales marks and shit like that and me i was just bro in there stealing money literally like i'm gonna ring these people up and i'm gonna be on the phone i'm gonna read all of these magazines nigga you had to hang up sale things like little sale tags yeah i would do one one lap if i can't find it i'm throwing these in the trash like I ain't even hanging these oh, wow. up. Be, <laughs> and you talk about like, professionalism. Yeah, they'd be like, "This was I was 15, 16. They'd be wow. like, "Bro, what happened to all the tags? I don't even. I thought it was a sale. 
I threw them away. I mean, of course, I wouldn't say that. But I'm thinking, man, I threw all this shit away, bro. I ain't right. hanging shit. Right. But that was just that was just how I approached it then because it wasn't no shit that I really would love doing. I didn't see the benefit in it then other than just making a check. Yeah. However, now looking back and forth, I wouldn't carry myself that way. And I think that's why I get so irritated now. Mm-hmm. Like one of the part reasons that I wanted to have this conversations because what I've noticed is being out, how displeased it seems that everyone is with being at work nowadays. Do you get the same thing? Yeah. And I mean like going out to a restaurant, how the waiter like could give two fucks about you. And I ain't saying that when it used to be different in the sense of they would at least act like they cared. Mm-hmm. Now you have people when you go out to fast food places or whatever, they don't even act like they care. They're like, bro, like mm-hmm. I, I don't even want to be here. Like you you say one more thing, I might just walk out. Mm-hmm. Do you get that feeling too? That people are just overworking right now? Yeah, I mean, it's just like you asking for too much. I, that's that's what they fit. people just like you asking for too much. That's for you to just do your job though. Mm-hmm. The bare minimum, you asking for too much for them to just be like, just be nigga smile, nigga. Bro, I promise, bro. I Would lost you a, mind like greeting me when I walk in here, bro? Bro, I lost a job. <laughs> I was this was a second gig. It, it, it's always like the second gig. I lost a job. I was working at Denny's, and the little white lady, me and her was cool. I did. I was a dishwasher. I'm like, I always worked at the gigs where second jobs where I'm like, I'm gonna be in the back somewhere. I ain't got to deal with nobody. Headphones. That's it. I'm back in the back doing dishes and I do my thing. It's clean back there. But then right before we close, the lady was like, oh, we got so-and-so coming in tomorrow. So, you know, we need to clean, clean up under here and get between the gutters and the right. Some kind of detailed clean after I've already mopped the floor, my normal thing. And I was just like, why in first shift do that? And she was like, you so you, you No, I was, she, she was like, why? I said, yeah, I asked first shift to do that. Like, and she oh was just like, God. well, that, this is not first shift. It's, I, this is your show. I'm, a, I'm asking you to do it. And I was just like, I'm not. No, she didn't even do that. She was like, she was like, you can do you can do that or you can go home. I was like, nigga, I'm out. Like, I'm out. Like, it, I, like this job ain't that deep, bro. Like, all right, whatever. Like, straight up. Like, because she just took it to 10 so quick where, you know, I was just like, all right, whatever. That's like, a millennial attitude. But you funny, man. Like, hey. why first shift? Because <laughs> it's just like. To your question, go ahead. I just, it's just like why that, I got to like, do something somebody else. Something. I don't mind. I always end up doing more than I'm supposed to. But at that moment, like we're like at nine fifty, about to close at ten, and you want me to do a detailed clean? And I just got done mopping the whole back area. Like I'm doing my stuff all day. I got dishes all day. I got whatever I need from my position all day. I'm cleaning up. I'm doing my normal clean. You want me to exceed and do the extra when nobody else did the extra? No, sir. Funny thing is. Guy. When the more you learn about communication, she could have got you to do that had she just acknowledged what you she, had did. That already. is true. That is if true. She had just been, damn, you did a great job at this, man. I know you've been busting your ass, working hard. I've done that. Yeah. Such and such is coming tomorrow. Do you mind if you could just, you would have yeah. did it then? Just, just hit these spots right here, dude. Because yeah. look, because because she jumped to 10 so quick and I knew that'd I be said, the thing. I, I said, thing. I, you I, got, I ain't going, yeah, I ain't going you back. You got now. those people in those jobs in middle management that's just like they never had power or authority before. I have had those experiences, but. But I shut them down real quick too. Like I ain't even responding to none of that. But yeah, I'm, that mental management person that just never had power. Well, if you don't want to do it, you do can go much. home. Like I'm like, yeah, go get your you, boss. Yeah, I'm That's a man. First I'm a man. Go get, you, like, go you get talking, your manager. Yeah, you talking crazy right now. Go tell on me. But That's what I will always make them type of people do. You gotta go tell on me. Yeah, right, you gotta go tell on me, bro. Yeah, but I knew That's it was a second gig. It wasn't that deep for me, so I was like, I don't really care. Uh, but there was a guy I was working with. He was an older dude, like. 
and like I was working from home during the pandemic and like we had a little group chat thing on the computer teams to communicate jobs and like hey where's this what's going on with this what's the proofing have you heard from the client whatever and so this dude like he always was like a douchebag he would always just text email and talk a certain way where it was just like how people talk you know when people talk smart to you but they don't put but they put lol basically like that without assholes the, yeah, hide but basically that without the lol just straight oh, so i remember bro i got so mad i got angry to tears i remember and i i, I was like what did he do why because he, he kept well because he kept he was doing, fucking with you like well, yeah he just kept doing passive stuff. aggressive shit yeah like you kept kept doing you like talking kind of crazy and i'm like i'm trying to hold my profession i'm at the crib and my job ain't that far for real so i i was talking to my oh, wife so you reading emails and he got you this bad well yeah we on we on a little chat Damn. thing it's not emails because it's like whatever but it's like, like slack always, or some shit like that yeah slack that's exactly what it was slack and he he we oh, kept man. going back and forth and so i'm like i'm about to i'm about to kill him like, i'm about I'm to kill up. him I'm, i told i told my wife she had to talk me off the legs I said, look, I'm about to lose my job. What I'm was packing. he saying? I can't remember, bro, but I know. It, was he picking with you? It was a buildup, bro. Nah, it wasn't no picking with me. It's just like he always does things and people complain about him all the time, but he still keeps his job. He just do whatever. And people just be like, oh, that's Drew. That was his name. Oh, that's just Drew. So I knew. I said, I'm not, I'm not that person. You ain't going to do that with me. I always treat you with respect. You better have some respect. You're going to learn today. And so I, 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 she had to talk me off the ledge, yo. I said, I'm logging out. I'm returning my my equipment, and I'm about to. We about to have a conversation. And if I got to, I will fold this little dude. I'm not playing. This dude probably was fifty something, sixty something. I don't know how old he was, but I was like, I'm about to fold this guy. I'm not playing, bro. Like, I swear, I, I just wasn't going, bro. I just can't handle that like disrespect at work because it's like it's so unnecessary. It's just so unnecessary. Yeah. Oh, so. Yeah. That's to your point, as as and we'll wrap because I know we're going a little long. I want I did see a confrontation at work. I wasn't involved in it, but it, I will always remember it because it's crazy how it played out. Mm-hmm. I worked at this call center type environment where I used to manage these techs that worked for Best Buy. They would go, they would ten ninety nines, so they would get uh, installs from Best Buy, and I told them where to go, who to install it with, like just kind of switchboard for them. So in within the office, there were two people that worked there. This one dude was an ex-cop. He was a pretty cool white guy. And um, he was one of those white dudes who kind of thought he was cool, but he knew he wasn't. But he would sometimes try to use black slang. Like, what's mm-hmm. up, boy? You know what I'm saying? I know, son. You know, you know, some shit like that. But he's yeah. a corny-ass white boy. And it was this other black dude from Philly. This nigga kind of reminded me of you. But he, he was a little bit more... <laughs> In the sense of how you were just talking about just how work stuff bother you, like like yeah. you don't take the disrespect. So he he was he not he wasn't a no nonsense. He's big black dude too, man. He was a big guy, like puffed up. He liked the Eagles. I never forget he and I used to go back and forth about the Cowboys and the Eagles. So there was an undertone to this, like this black guy. He knew everything about the business. He like had been in operations, but the business had just sold. And as a business owner, this white guy, the former cop, he was given a promotion over the black guy that the black guy should have got. Like everybody in the company knew it was, it was a thing. Yeah. So the white guy was kind of feeling himself. I don't think that he knew the animosity. He, he, 
perfect classic white guy not being able to read the room he didn't realize that the animosity was there so he was still joking around with people and shit and even the dude who job he took essentially so they were going back and forth about something and it was very lighthearted. and the white dude called him son but it wasn't in the sense of like him calling like boy or nothing it was mm-hmm. just like no son you know what i'm saying almost on some try to be cool shit <laughs> wrong time boy. i would never forget this shit bro he told him real cool he said man don't call me son again don't ever don't ever let son come out of your fucking mouth talking to me he said it just like that kind of kind of like yeah he said it kind of like you know what i'm saying um joking but also like I don't say that shit no more. Talk, yeah nigga he said that shit again and i kid he you said not it again he said, well, he said boy well he said son you know i'm just fucking around son or some shit like it just like doubling down on it not getting it at all not being able to read the room when i tell you like he i he it was so quick nigga and again he wasn't no little dude he was a solid like about six one about 240 mm. white dude was like about six foot about 185 190 mm. he before he could even think it like black dude just snapped man he put his shoulder he like it was like a bump like a charm like yeah you know I mean? he wasn't mm. it, like grabbed him and then threw him up yeah. against the wall nigga the whole wall had broke had his back print in it nigga from where he had pushed him up against it and the damn near threw him through it Damn. And uh, he said, "Boy, I told you not to call me son no goddamn more, nigga." <laughs> and it took like four people to get him out for him. That's how big he was. And he was like, "Nigga, what the fuck did I just tell you? I fucking just told you, nigga, just serious with him." <laughs> dude, white dude got his. He's like, "Nigga, eyes bucked." I'm like, "I'm not in me. My bad, man. Come on, bro. Come on. Come on." Bro. <laughs> And they finally got the nigga up off of him, man, and walked him out of there. The white dude didn't press charges or nothing, but that was the, the I always remember that conversation because it went from like zero to ten quick, like quick. black dude, like, and it was because of like the other prerequisites. It yeah. wasn't really just because of that, but he made it about that, and that was the day, nigga. Boy, he was like, "Fuck this shit, nigga." He went outside, smoked him a cigarette. <laughs> He kept his job. We smoked him a cigarette after that and left out. The police and everything came, man. Oh, I yeah. think he pressed charges. Oh, he did press charges. Yeah, I think the white dude pressed charges, oh, if I'm not man. mistaken. But yeah. yeah. That was I, that was crazy as hell. I, I, I'll never forget that work moment right there. Yeah, Office was buzzing. Lastly, before we get out of here to the homework, I want to know what you think about since we were talking about work. Have you ever heard of universal basic income? No. Okay. So it's the idea that you're born in America or whatever country that you're from that the government will provide you with enough money to live off of them for the month even if you don't have a job so the practice of it let's say just for you being Maurice when you turn 18 you get $2,000 a month just off the strength like you know that's gonna come mm-hmm. do you think that would be a good thing would that make people happier or less likely to go to work if they just had an extra like $2,000 free from the government First of all, do you think that's a good idea? And secondly, do you think it would help with people's attitude towards work? Uh, I think people still I think people gonna work even less. And I think that really you think yeah. people gonna try to just get by off of that now? They will get by off that. You know how many people gonna shack up in one crib? Come on, dog. That's the finale. Would you have play. a problem with that though? Not As really. A, a tax paying American I, citizen? I, I don't. Okay. Because I, I, I would like to see a less homeless people, like less people on the streets um 
And I think that to offset that, just you know, everybody that is working class citizens, just bump, just bump them up. That's it. Bump them up the world. Nah, you know, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no changes. You get two thousand, and that's it. Ain't I no. Mean, I'm just saying. I, I mean, like that. I mean, we'll do. I mean, yeah, get you would be cool with that. Yeah, man. I, mean, I'm, I'm I like the idea too. I think. I think. Yeah. What it does, and part of the problem that we have with work, to wrap this up as far as the subject, the reason why people are so dissatisfied with work, one, they don't do anything that they love. I enjoy mm-hmm. watching people, and whether that's office jobs, it's people that love corporate jobs, like mm-hmm. sales guys. Like I talk to salesmen that love their jobs mm-hmm. or security people, but I don't think you run into enough people that just love what they do. It was even a football player who quit this past weekend. He sold a Pokemon for $627,000. He had been playing. He like fuck this. I'm out. I ain't gotta play football no more. Nigga, I got me a six hundred twenty-seven thousand dollar Pokemon. I cash out plus what I made from the NFL. I ain't got to do this no more. I'm quitting today. He stopped playing football that day after he got that Pokemon card. So I say that to say not a lot of people are just happy with what they do, and it don't matter what it is. It can be NFL. It could be cooks. It could be whatever. People are just not happy with what they do because they're not making enough money. I feel like if there was a universal basic income, it would add to people's happiness. More people could practice what they truly have passions for and not just be punching the clock, giving us as consumers bad experiences. I think that's my thought about it. And my thought about it is, as we wrap, life doesn't afford you time to figure it out. And that's why we have people that are not happy with what they do, because it's like before you got time to figure it out. Oh, you got to be doing something. If you want to survive, people have got expectations for you. Yeah, so I got to have a job because I can't be broke. I need, you know, I need this, I need that. What else am I going to do? Yeah, so I don't have time to develop my true interests. And then that's going to make me miserable doing what I got to do to get this check. So then I have to make more time on the side to find out what those interests are. So I I definitely think that that UBI uh, would be uh, super necessary. And I think that people can really take time to develop and figure out. This is what I'm good at. Cause then you got a, the country running a little smoother because now you got people in the right places and you can, you know, the businesses can thrive a little bit more, but you know, it is what it is. Facts. Nice. That was a good one about work, man. I'm glad we stuck to that, man. We back in our saddle. If you guys enjoyed it, leave us some comments on the YouTube page. Leave us, excuse me, leave us some comments on the IG page. Send the email in awitb2022 at gmail.com. Before we get out of here, Mold, the mold, Netflix hated it. You knew that. Dude. Yeah, I knew that. Of course, of you knew course. that was coming. Um, yeah. I couldn't even stick out long. I, and again, it's no nothing personal against you. I, I it knew just looked like a like it. it looked like a knockoff of um, real world. Or what's something? the CBS show? Big Brother. I was really offended that Netflix felt like they could get this talk and do the Big Brother shit. Without paying recognition to it, so I'm sorry, <laughs> but I couldn't finish it. I just, I just, I, I was. So you didn't guess. I should have begged you. I could now, because I could. I, I, I wasn't gonna get to the Well, I know because you said you'd probably be able to guess the mole out. By who was the person? Three. Well, I don't even know who they were. Yeah, I if I say you didn't watch it long enough, because I say yeah. it, I ain't gonna. Even I see the first somebody might not. The first little it. event that I saw them in, I was like, ah, oh, no, this is the this is Big Brother, like Netflix. No wonder they lose their money. They putting shit like this out. Uh, <laughs> you know, well, that's funny. Again, no lie against you. I, I knew you weren't gonna like. It. That's why I I, went, I I shot my shot because I knew I said okay. I know Spike ain't gonna like this. Oh, um, okay, yeah, I'm sorry I couldn't do that. Eight 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 Z frequency. How did you feel about that? I've listened. To, I've I've heard stuff like this before. I, before. I just I guess I never knew it was classified in as a frequency. But did, you, did it did it affect your mood? Any? No. 
didn't. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I, I did, I, and I feel like it affected my. I, I mean, but I, I listen to instrumentals a lot, so that kind of, I don't know, maybe that's more of my my lane as far as like maybe instrumentals, instrumentation, just mm-hmm. by itself. But but it was fine. I mean, it was it was cool. It didn't make me feel like I was about to glow up or anything like that it was just like a cool soothing you know kind of you know frequency so it was cool i mean it was all right you know what i mean okay. like, I, I ain't mad at it okay. uh, what you got this week i really had came across something new but i don't know but because it's on youtube and i know that's not sure if you don't frequent it what uh, is it uh there's so this dude he's talking about he talk about like these hidden stories or these big stories that didn't get a lot of recognition in hip-hop or he'll talk about mm-hmm. albums the the so he did this this one recently about how back in the day, Suge Knight, uh, Suge Knight, Irv Gotti, and what's uh, what's the guy from the South? Jay Prince. Jay Prince. They tried to start the publishing. Yeah. So you know about that story? Mm-hmm. You okay. know I'm into that. Absolutely. All right. All right. So it was it was about that. He was going into it and all that, but that that's what I was thinking about. But I said I just stick to what I already have here. So. Spike Lou, you got a couple of options. I know I got to come with a few options here for you this week. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be prior to all of these kind of, you know, weeks off here. But I know you've seen Wakanda Forever, but there's a uh, Wakanda Forever podcast, the official Black Panther podcast on Chapter One. It got Ryan Coogler on there. And I, I just it was it's something real short, you know, probably to drive to work. I think that it was I like how he was talking about like th- those last moments with Chadwick. And kind of talking about like the fact that like he would have him doing stunts and he would take so long and have to do it again, not knowing he was dying. Like it's That's so crazy. deep. It was really good, but it, it, it I just like Ryan Coogler because like, he's straight. He sounds like he's from where he's from and he knows his stuff. So, uh, so I, did you uh, did you see Black Panther yet? I have not. No, I got. I, I definitely got to see it. I'm going to see it, but I, I knew I was gonna miss the wave. So, I mean, it, yeah, I check that out. I, I, I'm, I'm in the Brian Ryan Coogler. I like. And funny we never got a follow up to that story about him in the bank that time. Do you remember that? Mm-mm. You remember they thought he was robbing the bank? Maybe so. Maybe maybe something. Yeah, they thought he went in there and gave him a note saying he needed however much money <laughs> because he paid somebody in cash and he said he does it all the time and the, the tailor was new and she thought that he was robbing and she called the police and they came still not realizing who the fuck he was and put him in handcuffs and he was like are y'all fucking serious and i, I never could, heard i could, could kind of see that though like that's kind of weird though even though it's a norm it's like weird to write a note and say hey i need this money it is but you know what i'm saying like it I, go I, it go I, to us being black men i know though. i feel like You're anybody else can get that shit out yeah, bitch you like you I, I don't got a mask or nothing no like i'm just gonna come <laughs> in here and rob you with right. a pen and a paper dude right, come right, on right, right, right. <laughs> and even beyond that, like even it, even if she fuck up, like the police too, like now y'all come. Well, now actually, part of I would be more apt to them fucking up than her because now they just going off of what she said. Now yeah. she's telling them like somebody here robbing, and like they don't know. Yes, okay, yeah, but I, I can't, yeah, I can't let her. That's egregious on her opinion, though. Yeah, look that up. That was a crazy story. It was down here in the A. It was a big wow. deal for a couple of days. Wow. Um, my yeah. homework for you. Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna. That's why I just meant to ask you about my homework. <clears throat> For you, in the vein of fun, I have a TV show for you that I enjoy that makes me laugh. Uh-oh. Actually, two. Wow. Two that have made me laugh. You can choose either one that you want to. One, the, the title of this is nuts, but it's actually a decent show, 30-minute sitcom. It's the Sex Lives of College Girls. I've seen it on uh, HBO Max. Previews. Worth checking out. 
black chicken that's pretty cool too. She college, all right. <laughs> college yeah. girls, you said. Yeah, Seems black. Like- it's called the Sex Lives of College Girls. That's option one. Option two is another sitcom on Apple TV. It's called Vision Quest. It's based off of um, a developer trying to build like a video game. It's a sitcom though. It's, it's really, really funny. I think that you would appreciate the <laughs> you would appreciate the the lady that makes the game. Like it's based around like one of them is a like a creative, and the other one is like a tech person. And it, it goes like a just, podcast. It's a podcast I listen to a fiction podcast where it's two chicks like that. Well, it's one of my dude, one of my girl. The dude's supposed to be like a Joe Rogan type meathead, oh. and the girl is like a really smart technical girl, and just. I really like the dynamic. It, I found it very, very funny. It's probably one of the funniest shows that I've watched wow. here lately. Uh, but it's called, yeah, it's called Vision Quest or Mythic Quest or one of them. But it's on Apple TV. You'll know it when you see it. One of those quests. Mm. So either one of those, man. Some funny stuff. Since I don't, you don't know what I get to <laughs> laugh at. You got two things yeah. that I thought were very funny. Okay. Either one of those, man. And that has been another week in the books, man. We're back in the saddle. We missed a couple of weeks, but now you get a full episode. And, and if you made it to the end of it. Mm-hmm. And you haven't yet Go ahead and shoot me a birthday text man Yes sir Shoot me a birthday email Or or on the IG I am Spike Lou mm-hmm. At IG I am Spike Lou at Twitter man Let me know you love me man for my 40th birthday Can't believe I'm telling people I'm that old But yeah, yeah. Proud of growing old as a black man in our society So That's right. I'm turning the big 4-0 This Friday What's well, Saturday? Saturday the 26th so holla at me, man. Send me a guy. I, I wish I had a cash up a post. Boy, and y'all send me something. And they probably, you probably get some love. I think you shoot me the Zell or something, man. Shoot me the old Zell or something, man. Or just send me some love on social media. I am Spike Lou. Mo, what you got? Uh, AWITB2022 at gmail.com. Uh, y'all can follow the Instagram another week in the books. Also, uh, I'm going to put it out there, Spike, as we speak things into existence. Uh, we are working on growing this thing. And if you have some interesting talents that could be a benefit possibly to this movement, again, hit us up at AWITB. 2022 send your resume don't yeah, just hit us up a, send your resume well i mean course, you're gonna be vetted you're not gonna just get in get yeah in, send brother. your resume don't just send us the <laughs> yeah but that's all i got brother appreciate you mo man yes sir we out <laughs>